morning, God morning, great morning, good Friday. This is Al, your host. Welcome this morning. Who's on the line this morning to join with us this morning? Good morning, God morning, great morning. Top of the morning, Brother Al. This is the Sabrina. Happy Friday, everyone. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line? At- Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning, great morning. It's a great morning. It's Friday. Who else on the line at this time? Good morning, Amen. It is good all the time. Good morning. Great morning. Good morning. Let's get this energy up in the room. Who else is on the line at this time? Great day to wake up this morning. Somebody didn't wake up this morning, but praise God, we're still here. Who else is on the line at this time? And attest to the, the goodness of God this morning. Good morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning. Great morning. A great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Yes, indeed. It's a beautiful morning. Yes, morning, Al. Morning, declare victory. For God is good. For God is great and greatly to be praised. Let's give him thanks on this favorable, faithful Friday. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning, sister. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We know everyone from all across this country. Good morning from different time zones. Good morning to you. Good morning. Great morning. It's a great morning to wake up and just say thank you, Lord, with a smile, because he's been smiling on us this week. Thank you. Good morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line this time? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning. It's Susie. Great morning. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. God morning to you as well. Great morning, God morning. Who else is on this line at this time? Good morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning. God morning. Great morning. It's a great morning to wake up and just smile, look back at God and say thank you. Good morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning, Brother Alice. Me, Mary. Good morning, Miss Mary. Great morning. God bless you. Thank you for your presence. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning to everyone. Great morning. Good morning to all different time zones. It's a great day.
Good morning. Great morning. It's a great day to just say thank you, Lord. Who else is on the line at this time? Morning. Great morning. Who else are you on the line at this time? Morning up then. This morning. Thank you, everyone, who joined us this morning from all different time zones, from the east to the west. You woke up this morning because you know God is the best. Great morning. God. Who else is on the line at this time? Great day to just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for a new day. Thank you. You order our steps. We say good morning to the Holy Spirit this morning. We welcome its presence. All right, ladies and gentlemen, at this time we shall shift our gears this morning. We're going to shift our gears this morning. At this time, we would have asked you to look at your phones. So please mute your phones at this time. Look at your phones for a second time. Make sure your phones are on a mute at this time. Just before we go forward so that we can proceed in some decency and order at this time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, <clears throat> my name is Al and I am your host. Thank you for joining us today on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure you continue calling in during the month of September where our monthly theme is entitled Evangelism and Discipleship. Each declare would focus on the care required in loving God as you sit under his teaching, along with those who proclaim God's word, announcing the Savior's coming. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Make sure you invite a friend so they may be blessed too. There is one announcement today. There is no Friday Night Live tonight. Please lift up the sisters of Friday Night Live, Dee Dee, Lovely, and Diana. The prayer request submitted from our app this morning. Um, I don't think we have any new uploads, but we're going to proceed. The order of this call is prayer and corporate praise. Praise will be brought to you by Pastor Darrell. The declaration will be brought to you by Brother Jonathan. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Once again, the order of this call is prayer and corporate praise. Praise will be brought through by our brother, Pastor uh, Darrell. Then they will have the declaration that was brought to us by Brother Jonathan. Then we will go right into closing comments posted by the declarer. Our scripture of the day comes from 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy work. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to our prayer work. Amen. Good morning, family. We thank God for each and every last one of you that are here on this day. I'm going to ask as we prepare to go to the throne of grace in prayer that you would bow your heads and open your hearts on this morning. Father, we thank you that as we come gathered together as one corporately, Lord God, one faith, one baptism, Lord, we come simply to say thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that in our hearts, Lord God, we reverence you, Jesus Christ, as Lord. We come as your ambassadors, Lord, on this, on this earth, in this world, to be able to proclaim your name, your will, the message of the good news that Jesus lives, and because he lives, he desires to live in each and every last one of us. Father, I thank you that you have given us the mission, the mandate to make disciples out of all men. Father, I thank you that you use us regardless of wherever platform you may have us. Allow us, Lord God, to not only disciple in words, but allow us to disciple in actions and in deeds. I thank you, Lord God, for each and every person that wherever they are, that Lord, as they prepare for this day, that you shine your light of glory upon each and every last one of us, not that we may be lifted up, but that you may be lifted up in this earth. Lord, we thank you that we have been given the mission of being light bearers, that we're able to be and begin to resemble that light on the top of a hill, that, Lord, light is most effective in dark places. So, God, give us the courage, give us the strength to evangelize in areas that are dark. Allow us, Lord God, to share this gospel of the good news to those who don't look like us, that may not smell like us, that may be tatted up, may have piercings, may have different hair color, whatever the case might be, God, I pray, Lord God, that you give us the discernment and the will and the authority to go in dark places to shine your light. And God, I want to pray right now, Lord God, for our world as a whole, Lord God. We pray right now, Father, that you continue, Lord God, to bless the people in Hawaii, Lord God. Father, I pray for those that have lost loved ones, those that have lost homes, Lord God, away, Lord God, of being able to have covering. But Father, I thank you that you are a restorer of men. You are a restorer of things that, Lord God, we are not caught up in things, but we allow our focus and our hopes to be tied into you. Lord, I thank you that you allow restoration right now like never before. Father, I pray right now for the West Coast, Lord God, continue to cover each and every last one of them, Lord God. I thank you for all those that are in the East Coast, Lord God, that have suffered the horrendous hurricane that have come through in multiple ways, that, Lord, you begin to cover each and every one of us. Allow the church to rise up, to be the house of hope, the house of help, to come outside of the four walls, to be able to make an impact into our communities. 
And Lord, I pray on this morning that as we come ready, positioned, Lord God, to receive your words, the declaration, our instructions, the assignment, that Lord God, this word that will come forth on this morning, that it will not fall on deaf ear, but Lord God, allow it to resonate in our hearts to take root, Lord God, to be able to allow right now, Father, a, a wellspring, Lord God, a fruit that others will be able to see and taste and see that the Lord is good. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that I sent an anointing on this morning like never before, Lord God. I thank you for allowing the yoke destroying, burning, removing power of God to be able to resonate today. Lord, I pray for the declarer, Lord God, Brother Jonathan, Lord God, that you just continue to undergird him. Allow him right now, Lord God, to allow a word that will propel us, Lord God, into our purpose, our destiny, that will give us the strength, Lord God, the courage to go into all areas, to reach all men, Lord God, and allow you to be able to allow the Holy Spirit to give us the words to say, to allow us to connect, Lord God, on a level, Lord God, to build relationships, trust, Lord God, and then begin to proclaim the word in love and in truth. And God, I want to thank you, Lord God, for each and every person that heard the clarion call on this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that they took the initiative to dial in, Lord God, to prepare their hearts and minds, Lord God, to come to worship you, to glorify you, Lord God, to be able to lift you up right now. Father, I thank you that you anoint them, Lord God, anoint all of those that are connected to them, Lord God, that they may be able to walk in the power of your might. God, I declare right now victory, Lord God, in all that you have assigned to us, Lord God, victory, Lord God, in every area of our lives. I thank you that the enemy has no room on this morning. But God, you, Lord, will reign in this place, Lord God. Father, I thank you that you allow your Shekinah glory, Lord God, to be able to even resonate on this prayer call, Lord God, that we're able to feel this atmosphere, this phone line, Lord God, with your glory, Lord God, so that it is so thick that even the operators, Lord God, are even blessed, Lord God. Father, I thank you that as we prepare to join together in faith, Lord God, as we prepare to unmute our phones to corporately worship you, Lord God, that Father, you sit upon our worship and take to come like never before. So at this time, I ask that everyone unmute your phones and Did listen to the Father. with your glory, Lord God. Father, have way in this place, Lord God. Move like never before, God. I thank you right now. So I thank you, Lord God, for the life. Thank you, Lord God, that you are here. I'm 
for the integrity of the call that you are currently on mute. Please mute your line. Hallelujah. Let's operate in obedience. Mm-hmm. Please check your phone and make sure that your personal line is muted. With that, I really want to tell you that God is good. Um, and like my pastor says, uh, God never fails. Um, I just want y'all to know that this is a, a really good lesson for me. Um, even in preparing this, I did not expect to go uh, the route that the Lord took me. Uh, I really want want to let y'all know it got so good that I wanted to go and keep studying it. I wanted to be like, oh, this is, oh, I'm going to have to uh, call somebody and tell them this to fill in because I need to get some more of this. But I need to share with you what thus says the Lord. Um, first of all, I will tell you all, uh, please check your phone. Uh, please place your phones on mute. Um, I want to tell you that God has a plan uh, and you are a part of it. God has a plan and you are a part of it. Um, Let me do something really quick. Father, I thank you for the time that you've given us on this moment. Yes, Lord. We give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory, God. We speak to the airways now, and we command everything that is not like you, every spirit that is anointed and sent by hell, we cast it out down. We pull down every place of power. We dismantle it, dismember it. God, we disbar it now. I pray, God, that the angels would walk in the invisible place, the places I cannot see physically and cannot hear physically, but that which I see spiritually, I dispatch and disperse you now. I command the airways to operate according to the will of God, to the purpose of God. I speak miracle signs and wonders over these airways now. Every place that of of the enemy that comes to jam and distract, I command you by the name of Jesus to be set down and shut up. I speak to you in the place that you think you have authority and command your authority to be unraveled now. And I pray that the Spirit of God would go in these places like fire, consume every word, consume everything that is not like you. I dispatch every angel on assignment now that this word will come forth unhindered, uninterrupted by any satanic or demonic force. God, you are Father, you are sovereign, and you are the Lord of Most High. You're the, the Lord, the commander of angel armies, and I give your name the glory, hallelujah, the praise and the honor in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Um, I want to show you something uh, that I had a chance to look at, and uh, when I tell you this got real good to me, it got real good to me. Um, we are talking this month about evangelism and discipleship. Evangelism and 
discipleship. Now, this word evangelism uh, became uh, a tool for me that made me really want to just lay on the floor, kick my feet, and go, God, really? So when you begin to look for evangelism, one of the things that I found out uh, really suits the word. Uh, the word evangelism itself is never found in Scripture. Now, before y'all get the stone in me, wait a minute. The way I saw this is this is the equivalent to the name of God in the book of Esther. Although you never find it, you see the characteristics of it. Mm. Although we never see the word evangelize, we see the characteristics of it throughout not just the New Testament, but the Old Testament as well. The word evangelize actually uh, means, uh, one of the things that it means, excuse me, um, it derives from a Greek word, which means to speak good of, whereabout we would also get the word eulogize. The word evangelism, evangelize, has a number of words connected to it, and this is why I say, although we do not see the actual word in Scripture, what we see is God's characteristics concerning it. The word evangelize means, or one of the words connected to it, is menstruation, which means to minister or to serve, to offer service in care. Oh, my. So when he says, go ye therefore teaching them the name of the Father, the Son, when he says, go therefore and teach them who I am, when he says, go and, and give to the hunger, and when he says, uh, uh, give to the needy and share here, what you're seeing is the characteristic of God and man. What you're seeing is the characteristics uh, of God's thought process concerning you as an individual. Uh, what you see is God's love concerning you. Remember, he began to tell them, uh, if you don't do to the least of them, you didn't do it to me. Uh, when you didn't feed the hungry, you, you left me hungry. When you didn't clothe the naked, you left me naked. When you didn't make sure I, they were okay, you didn't make sure I was okay. And so what you understand here is that this thing is a, a absolute view of the heart of God. Okay, that's the first thing. The next thing I need you to understand about evangelism is this. Jesus did the hardest part of it. Mm. Jesus did the hardest part of evangelism. Uh, sir, what do you mean by that? Why, why would you say that? The hardest part about evangelism is the portion that Jesus carried out in his ministry, which was the part to, to listen to people who did not believe in him, yes, uh, the part that had issues uh, with him uh, doing the work of God, yes, uh, the part that he did the work and will of God and people had something bad to say about it, mm-hmm, and he died. And 
he died. And he died. And he died. Wounded for our transgressions. The chastisement of our peace is laid on him, and by his stripes we are healed. And he died. He was bruised, wounded for our iniquities. Bruised. Chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. If you ever get a chance to read the scripture about uh, what happened and what it was that Jesus went through and encountered, he encountered the beating of a lifetime for you. And you not time you begin to talk about it on yesterday and and give you some details about what the characteristics of evangelism looked like for Christ for Jesus the anointed one uh, to the point that that the hardest part uh, not only was it getting beat beyond recognition um, to understand a little bit of the pain. Uh, one of the things I tell people is, and, and this is the only time I will permit this, but I want you to reach inside of your nose and pull out a bunch of nose hairs and tell me how that feels. Um, can you imagine that times a billion? Uh, and when you begin to study and read, uh, it is stated that they ripped his beard from his face, that they socked him in the eye, that these were people who enjoyed doing what they do. The hardest part, Jesus already did, that 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 they punched him in the face and mocked him. They spat on him. Now, let's talk about it. If you had any of that happen to you, you know, like I know, and I know like you know, uh, it's going to be some kind of party, but it's not going to be that kind. You're not going to put your hands on me like this and think I'm going to be okay. But the hardest part, Jesus did. He was beat, he was mocked, he was ridiculed, he was led around to be shamed. He was put in the place on display to be mocked by many, To that, that those that loved him saw this happen. Hardest part, Jesus did. To the point that the Bible says he was beat beyond recognition, but it's not 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 the hardest part yet, but it's still hard. And so the Bible says that they give him his cross, he 
carries it. He falls because he's uh, a man in this moment, but he's having to carry the weight of the entire world, the anguish that rests on his head. Jesus did the hardest part of evangelism. He was ridiculed. He was talked about. He was led from judgment hall to judgment hall. We sang the songs. They whipped him all night long. He never said a mumbling word. And in that, he still had the heart of God toward you. Let me help you out here. Uh, What happened is not only did Jesus go through that where they beat him with the cat of nine tails um, and every time they would that the whip would connect to his body it would snatch a piece of DNA uh, but he did that with you in mind Uh, then they placed thorns on his head thorns that were woven together a certain way uh, that these thorns were were known uh, because of the tree that it was attached to was known to cause hallucinations, and and this tree was also known to cause much pain, that if you got stuck by this, that the the venom or the poison from the thorns would go into your blood and cause you to ache all over. He did the hardest part. He he gets to the place called Skull Hill, and, and, and they lay him down on the cross, and then they pin him to it with uh, spikes anywhere six to 12 inches long to hold him up there. They hoist the cross. He did the hardest part. They hoist him up. He's up on the cross. They pierce his side. He says to one thief, today you'll be with me in paradise. Even on the cross, Jesus is evangelizing. He's speaking good of the kingdom of God. Bible says that he gets up there, and in the middle of the day it gets dark. He cries out, Eli, Eli, Nabathasaphani. And because of the people who uh, had a chance to meet with the actual word of God were not in proper position, they the scholars looked up and said, he calls on Eli. He calls on Elijah. Let's see if he'll save him. Hey, mister, if you so big and bad, save yourself. And even in that, Jesus does the most difficult part of evangelism. He now looks and says, Father, forgive them. They don't understand what they're doing. And then he takes a breath and declares, It is finished. The Bible declares that he gave up the ghost. He proved to them one last time that you don't take my life. Um, I'm the one who has 
the biggest reign here. I have the biggest rule. I have become the good news characteristic of the kingdom. See, when you begin to study, or when I began to study evangelism and discipleship, Jesus did the hard part. See, he died. All that character of God may be extended to you. That the love of God would be extended in your direction. When I say he did the hard part, uh, it wasn't just the, him going through that that anguish, that pain, uh, but it was also understanding the rejection that you've gone through, the the place where uh, the torment that you've gone through, the issues that you have at your heart to know that even though you've encountered what you've encountered, that the character of God's love is still reaching out for you. That he looked to the heaven and said, it is finished. That even before that, he was in a place where he was by himself. He said, the Bible says that at any given time, he could have called down legions of angels to come and save him. But had he done that, the heart of God concerning you would never have been heard. See, the heart of the kingdom, and we see it, is not about the power that you have, but it's about the love you produce. What I found interesting about the word evangelism is after I realized that Jesus did the hard part, that he walked through the hardest portion of it, that we we can understand what uh, uh, Hebrews 4 says when it says that we have a high priest that has been touched with our infirmities. When what, what I begin to realize is not only was Jesus an active characteristic of God's love, but he begins to promote the kingdom in such a way what is kingdom? The word itself means the king's dome or the king's area of influence, the king's domain. And a very interesting passage of scripture that has been used throughout the month, and, and it calls me to go and look at some stuff and go, wait a minute, hold on, wait just a moment. Watch this. In the book of Mark, I'm going to read it for you out of the living Bible. Uh, Mark chapter 6. I'm going to read uh, because I just talked about it. Mm. Uh I'm going to read uh, number three. He has 
no better. He is no better. Excuse me. The next Sabbath, he went to the synagogue to teach, and the people were astonished at his wisdom and his miracles because he was just a local man like themselves. He He's no better than we are, they said to each other. He's just a carpenter. He's Mary's boy, a brother of James and Joseph and Judas and, and, Simi, and Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were offended. Then Jesus told them a prophet is uh, is honored everywhere except in his hometown and among his relatives and by his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any he couldn't do any mighty miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them, and he could hardly accept the fact that they wouldn't believe him. Watch this. Then he went out among the villages teaching, and he called his 12 disciples together and sent them out two by two with power to cast out demons. He told them to take nothing with them except their walking sticks, no food, no nap, knapsacks, no money, not even an extra pair of shoes or a change of clothes. Oh, my God. Stay at one home in each village. Don't shift around from house to house while you are there. And whenever ever a village won't accept you or listen to you, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave. It is a sign that you have abandoned it to its fate. So the disciples went out telling everyone they met to turn from sin. And they cast out many demons, killed many sick people, anointed them with olive oil. Watch this. This is the part that kind of shook me. Verse 14. And we're going to stop here. King Herod soon heard about Jesus, for his miracles were talked about everywhere. The king thought Jesus was John the Baptist come back to life again. So the people were saying, no wonder he can do such miracles. As I began to study about this word called evangelism, I got transported to the word called kingdom, the king's domain, or the king's area of influence. It's not by happenstance that Jesus does what he does, and then the king hears about it. Let me help you right here. See, what Jesus was doing was deploying a tactic advance that kings used in that time to conquer territory. Mm. When Jesus began to send the people out two by two, it wasn't just for strength. But when you further study, what he was doing was advancing the kingdom. See, it's the job of the king or the person in charge, once he sees the territory that he would like to have, he now takes those individuals that he can trust, brings them close to him, and gives them the power to be like him outside of the walls of the kingdom, outside of the walls of the palace, 
uh, he now gives them authority, uh, granting them access to places that most people don't have access to. What Jesus would begin to do is operate in another definition of evangelism. Evangelism, the winning, W-I-N-N-I-N-G, or revival of a personal commitment. That's the first one. A militant, crusading, and zeal for land. So, so when I tell you that Jesus did the, the worst of it, uh, and then he died. Uh, he went through the same rejection that you go through. Uh, he went through the same ideas about those who he's going to. He even tells the disciples, when you get to the place uh, where, where I want you to take over, uh, I want you to go, and if they don't receive you, it's okay. Now, that's where most of us have an issue at. You mean to tell me I'm supposed to be all right with somebody not receiving me? And part of the reason that we have that that look on it as Christians is because we know that there's such a, a, a peace that we've attained, that when you're in this thing for real, there's such a joy that you get, that, that some of us become, uh, for a lack of terms, it's like, why don't you get what, why don't you want it? You almost get offended, but Jesus tells us here not to be offended. Watch this. Even in Luke, the same thing happens, and Jesus begins to say, when you go to a town and they don't want to accept you, it's okay that they don't want to accept you. Uh, when you go to somebody and they don't want to accept you, it's okay. Here's a couple of things. When you are expanding the kingdom, when you are, when you are in the place of, of evangelism, when you are saying the good stuff or saying the good news or speaking the good news about Jesus, when you're saying the good truth about who he is and who he is and to you and how he sees you, first of all, remember that he loves you. That's the first thing. He loves you. It's not our job to change them and to, to change them in their mess. It's not our job. Our job is to say to them, listen, somebody loves you. Do you know that there are more people that are willing to hear that? That, that, that there are people who need to know that they are loved by God. Now, I'm not watering it down, please understand. But what I'm saying is so often we've come to the place where we've not given the characteristics of who God is. Are you showing them who God is in your actions? Part of the, the word, remember I told you that was connected to the word evangelism was the word menstruation or ministry, service, good care, good doings, good deeds. Are you showing the people that God loves them in your everyday actions? Or do they look at you and say, if that's what a Christian is like, <laughs> I'm fine where I'm at. If they are saying, if they're looking at you and wondering what it is about you that makes you so different, that means that you are now showing the characteristics of God. 
But here's what I need you to remember uh, for those of you that have a problem in the, in the space and mind of rejection. Remember the scripture tells us that one waters, one plants, but God gives the increase. If we keep this in mind, then we become the arms that need to be hugged. If Jesus had the ability to meet you where you are, it's okay to tell people, listen, that might be what you're in, but come talk, just give him a, come talk to him. See what he says about you. Some stuff people are in because it, it gives them the comfort that they never had. It gives them the love that they never had. I heard a story recently, and although I had heard of the guy, I'd never heard the story. Uh, there is uh, a gentleman who was from South Africa, I believe, who was the, the head of the Satanist church. Well, he was in an interview and talking about what he does. And he said that he noticed that the woman in the interview was ever so nice. And she just was so nice, so nice, uh, and even to the point uh, that she, at the end of the interview, gave him a hug. When she gave him this hug, he said that he never felt that love or that feeling before to the point that it now caused him to go and do some searching, do some, some soul searching, do some research. And he's, he's doing all of this. Now, mind you, for years, he confessed Satan as Lord. He says, but in a dream, a figure came to him. And in the, in the dream, the figure hugged him. And the same feeling that he had from the lady, uh, he felt in this dream, and he then realized that the figure was Christ. Later to find out that this woman was a Christian. What are you exuding? When you go out, are you understanding that I'm going to take territory? Watch, evangelism is the characteristic of it. Discipleship is your discipline in it. Be strong. Be courageous. Have you made the sound decision? that you are an agent of the kingdom advancing the sphere of influence for the king. Jesus did the hard part. And the place that you have drawback, watch this. It's almost legitimate. Almost. But what do you do with it? If you have been called, watch this. When you look at this, that means that the king trusts you with his power. 
He trusts you with his name. He trusts you with his character. He trusts you in your integrity. Anytime kingdoms enlarged their territory, it wasn't just to say, I have territory, but they go to territories that they have something that they that can offer the kingdom for its betterment. So what you used to walk the street corners? Okay. Can I let me let me bust some bubbles on both sides of this thing. He can't use me because of the stuff that I've done. He can't use me because of the stuff I've said. Jonathan, do you know where I've been? Do you know how many people I've slept with? Do you know how many drugs I've done? Do you know? Watch this. I don't care. I, I oh, That sounded harsh, but that's how I feel it. I don't care if you were an ex-con. I don't care if you hit five bumps a day. I don't care if you smoke enough weed to put Snoop Dogg into shame. I don't I don't care. None of that matters. I don't I listen to me cuz I I, I want to hit this thing and call shame in the face um and break its nose. Um, chop it in the throat and chop it all the way down. I don't care if we, if you had an, an alias and if we type your name in, your name, your face come up on certain sites. I don't care. I don't care. Look at the disciples. Each one of them had their own proclivities. Each one of them had their own issues. And I'm not even talking about with them following Jesus. I'm talking about just in their everyday life. I don't care what your proclivities are. The fact is that God still loves you. Can I say this too? I hear it. Well, if He loved me, why are he going to send us to hell? I don't understand how a loving God can send anybody to hell. I don't understand how a parent that has stole a child no multiple times can spank the child and tell him to sit down and time out. I, I really do. I understand. I do. Evangelism is the character of God, the heart of God concerning people, to have them a part of the kingdom. If a king expands his kingdom based on territories and what they have, that means if God is warning you, you have something that he can have, that he can use. 
I want you to see yourselves. If you are saved, let me start there. If you are saved and you've said that Jesus is Lord, you've confessed it in your heart, said it out of your mouth. If that is you, this is your responsibility. Tell them. That that's 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 it. You are called to the ministry according to scripture of reconciliation. The very fact that you are who you are, have been through what you have been through, done what you have done, did what you did, uh, said what you said, all of that is the very fact that God wants to use you. Because that part of your testimony, somebody testifies with, somebody witnesses with, somebody understands. And you now have to walk in the discipline of your yes, in the discipline of God's character. So if you can say to me, if you honest to goodness can say to me that you, if you can find something that can beat the blood, that's what we're going to say. If you have a resume that can beat the blood, let me, let me help y'all understand something. See, I believe God is very strategic and I know that the Lord has a sense of humor. Go back and read the beginning of Matthew. Read the genealogy of Jesus. Find out who them people was. Do you know that in Jesus' natural blood, hear me, that there was a little bit of some of everything and everybody in the bloodline? Oh, God. Uh, everybody know who Rahab was. We only call her the prostitute. She was the prostitute that helped the spies out of Jericho. Everybody know who David was. He was the man, you know, he he was at home when he was supposed to be out at war, and that lady was out taking the bath like a lady normally is supposed to do, and he gets the googly eyes and has her husband. This man calls her get this woman pregnant, calls her husband, and they go, hey, are you, why don't you go in there and have fun with your wife? And he slept outside all night. King, I can't do that, which probably made David feel real small. I can't do that. All my family is out there fighting, and I'm here. I can't do it, King. And so David says, I got a plan. Here, take this to the general. Run to the front line. Hey, general, kill him. Put him out there in the middle of the fire of the hottest of the hot. And that's in Jesus' bloodline. So there is nothing that you can tell me that is not covered. Watch me under the blood. You know why it'll never lose its power? Because there's always somebody in there. Go look through his bloodline. See who you identify with. The character of God. Seen from Genesis to Revelation. 
as an idea to have you a part of the kingdom. The fact that you were never a second thought, but you were always a present thought on the mind of God. Now watch this. That spiel was for those of you that are saved. If you've gotten out of the wheel, that's what First John 1, 9 is for. If you are faithful and just, if you confess your sins, then he is faithful and just, excuse me, to forgive you of all unrighteousness. First John 1 and 9 is for you who are saved, who got out of the way, who got out of place, who got out of the wheel. Confess your sin. You know, what is the sin that so easily besets you? What is the weight that you've taken, taken up? You did run well, but who did hinder you? First John 1, 9. That's for you, beloved. Repent, which means to go in the opposite direction of where you're currently going. Go back into the direction of what you're supposed to be doing. Repent. You know that sin, the thing that beset you, that thing that took you off course? Get back in your discipline. Get back into the characteristics of God. You know what you, the the Bible calls you a backslider. They don't say that word no more. But today, repent. Turn back to God. Watch this. That's for you that are in. For you that say, Jonathan, I hear you and I want him. I thought because of my background that it was an issue, that it was a thing that God didn't want me. My friend, my brother, my sister, hey, beloved, hear me when I tell you that your background is the very reason why God wants you. Romans 10 and 9, simple scripture. And salvation is that simple. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, the one that God sent to redeem the world. It's that simple. I believe it in my heart. And I ask you, do you believe? You don't have to take your phone off mute yet. Do you believe? Do you believe that he is the Christ? Watch this. I want to give you a few seconds. But everybody on the line, don't take your phone off mute just yet. I want to walk you through something. I want you to first talk to God. Lord, I'm not good. I have sinned. Or I am a sinner. Have a conversation right now. Begin to talk to God. 
Let him know your heart. It's not about the tears, but if tears are there, thank God, because that means purging is happening. And begin to talk to him in yourself. And this is where it starts. Ask him to forgive you. God, Father, Jesus, forgive me where I have missed you. Forgive me where I've walked in myself. Forgive me where I've been selfish and not shared your love. God, forgive me for rejecting your love. I accept your forgiveness. I accept that you wash me in the blood. I accept that I matter to you. Now, out of my mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord over my life. Lord over my mind. Lord over me. I accept the fact that you are the Son of God. I accept the fact that you did come here to earth. You walked the earth. You died and was was resurrected. Watch this. In that conversation, if you believed in your heart, the words that you spoke out of your mouth, according to scripture, you are now saved. You are saved which now means heaven is rejoicing at the choice that you made today. Heaven is rejoicing. They are having a party because you got the invitation and accepted it. If you prayed that prayer, and you were a believer, and you were in backslidden position. I'm here to tell you that God heard your voice. He's looking for you. The story of the prodigal son talks about the son that left. But I always get a kick out of the fact that when he returned, the father saw him, which means the father had been looking for him. Despite what he'd done, what he'd said, how he'd felt, when he returned, the Bible says that he fell on his neck, he kissed him, and threw a party. 
Heaven rejoices at the coming of a soul, at the arriving of the of the understanding that God loves me. I know that was a bit different, especially for for me. Um, but I I want to do something. Okay, Lord. Let's do this just for about 20 seconds. I'm going to ask everyone to come off of mute, and let's give God a worship right here. Can you do that for me? Just 20 seconds. Everybody come off of mute. Unmute their lines. And just begin to worship. Just worship. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Lake? Just worship. God, we give you glory. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak life. None like you. 
Let me explain. See, in that space, for those of you that prayed those prayers, first of all, congratulations. Welcome back. Welcome home. The second thing I'll tell you is the reason I begin to have you to worship right there is because in biblical times, when you would come in contact with God in such a way that you have to remember it, you would build an altar and send up sacrifice. So on this day, September the 22nd, 2023, at 710 to 7:12, you built an altar of God and named it the God of my redemption. I hope and pray something was said. Um, I hope you got something from it. I hope it all made sense. Uh, I told you another part of, of, of evangelism means winning and revival in your commitment. And today you are revived. Today you are winning. And this is the first day of the rest of your life. I, I, I thank you, Lord. Work here. I want to open the floor um, for those of you that would like to say good morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, for those of you that would like to say uh, good morning, uh, let's do this. Let's start with good mornings. After good mornings, I want to ask if there was anybody or while you're saying your good mornings if you were restored tell me i got restored if you said the sinner's prayers they would say and this is your first time saying it and you believe that that means you are now saved let me know that you prayed that prayer and we can rejoice with you so let's start um oh with good morning and oh let me know if you, if you said that prayer and was restored or if you said that prayer, and this is the first step of your salvation. Uh, good morning. We'll start with the men. Good morning. Y'all can say good morning, too, just regular good mornings. No men? Any new callers? Okay. Anybody want to say good morning and never said good morning before? Okay. Ladies, Ali Ali Oxen Free. Good morning. This good is morning. wonderful, Wanda. And good I have morning. been gone for a while, and I just need to tell you thank you because I have been restored. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Good morning, this is Pamela. What a blessed declaration. I have been restored. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Mm, God, thank you. Hallelujah. Anybody else want to say good morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, God. Hallelujah. All right. Any, anybody else want to say good morning? Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. This is Georgia. Excellent declaration. I think I heard Georgia. Good morning, Georgia. Uh, was that Mother Leonia? Yes. Great declaration this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Pastor. This is Miss D. Good morning. Hallelujah. My soul love you, God. Mm. Good morning. Good morning, Anita. Excellent declaration. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. Great declaration. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. In my DT voice, I'm going to say, sorry, y'all. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Great declaration. Yeah. Hey, hey. The 7th of you going to just slip all through the day? Thank you, God. Hallelujah. All right. Um, glory to God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, questions, Good comments, morning. concerns. Good, Good morning, morning, Brother Johnson. Woo! Good morning. Yes. All if you hear me, y'all. All if you hear me. Woo! Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Mm. God, we thank you for restoration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Um, any questions, comments, concerns? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Top of the morning, this sister Sabrina. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name, Father God. Thank you, Jesus, for restoration. Hallelujah. I want to just praise him and glorify his name because this is the day he has made. Again, we shall be glad and rejoice in it. You know, I want to thank you for your declaration. And I was just sitting here every morning that I get on this call, Monday through Friday. I'm getting stronger in the Lord. Thank you. And God is so good. He's been so mm. good to me. I mean, I mean, I ain't got enough time to tell you all that he has done. In the midnight hour, hallelujah. God, thank when you. no one was there, hallelujah. Glory be to your When I look back over my life and see all that he has done for me. I shall continue to praise him all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Don't hold it to yourself. Thank now you, is, brother. Yes, now is the time for you to share with those around you in your day-to-day life. Yes. 
my soul says yes. Mm -hmm. Wherever Hallelujah. he sent me, I'm willing to go. Okay. Hallelujah. I'm Hallelujah. on the battlefield for you, God. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Amen. I'm going on mute. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Man, good morning, my brother. This is Humble L. Um, uh-huh. Just... Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. I got notes everywhere here. Um, one of the things I'll just take out that stepped out to me was that you said that it is not about who we were yesterday, what we did yesterday, but it's mm -hmm. about who we are today. Today, mm -hmm. we are. Today, I'm a child of God. Today, mm -hmm. I'm Today, I'm still walking. Today, I'm still standing. Today, but tomorrow's not promised, but today, man. So thank you, my brother, for that. Thank you. And God yes, is. Sir. He is the increase. Mm -hmm. We are. Praise God. I'm on you. I'll be restored. The Bible says that he's our daily bread. Be restored. Right where you are, right where you are, be restored. Be restored. I declare restoration now in your atmosphere. Be restored. Be restored. May your walls, the walls of the spirit, the walls encountered, the walls placed by the Spirit of God, be restored now. I speak into your atmosphere and command everything that is not like God to be broken. I dismantle it now. I speak in your ear and declare you to be a man of God. Be restored. Be restored now. I come against every ill will and thought. I don't care what it is or was. We repent of it now. We are restored now. Yashabahu. Healing. I cancel every assignment. Be restored. Be restored. In the name of Jesus. I'm restored. Any, 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 uh, 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 Lord, my face not working. Any other comments, questions? Hallelujah. In the spirit of rest, abide in me. Good morning, Brother Jonathan. Good morning. It's Didi. I got these babies, so. What you tore me up though, because when you really consider the cross and Calvary, if he had come down from the cross, man, can you imagine all our souls? Mm -hmm. So that evangelized, and I think about that when he hung on Calvary and just people were doing all kind of stuff to him, and he wouldn't come down. Because mm -hmm. if he had come down, all our souls would be lost, and we'd be more messed up than we are now. So it's oh, like <laughs> this lesson, this lesson, this lesson, just changing for me. Because it's just been a whole, this last few months, I don't even know what I've been on. Because I've been mm -hmm. on a pruning, but I've been on this this self-reflect, this God is removing some things and plucking some things and getting me together. But I'm thankful for your message this morning. It took me back. 
to my childhood, and I used to cry every time they would sing that song about when he hung on Calvary and people came from miles to see, but he wouldn't come down. And I didn't understand mm-hmm. it then, but I get it now. And then when you said, he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. We don't. And sometimes we forget, too. And I'm, I'm saying we forget the grace that we need when we evangelize, when we discipleship, when we witness to others, especially those in our own circle, like our families. So I love you, brother. And I thank God for when you teach, you give me, I feel like I was eating a bowl of neck bones with some hot sauce. <laughs> I don't know why I said neck bones, but I just, thank God for you. Thank God mm-hmm. for you. Be restored, y'all. Be restored. Be restored in our obedience. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Hi, y'all. Great share this morning. After I picked myself up after <laughs> Calvary, oh. <laughs> it came oh. to me to thank Jesus just for meeting us where we are, meeting mm-hmm. us in our mess. He came for us. His journey, he came for us. He met us where we are. That was that was our journey. And some of us are still in our mess. But guess what? He he already came. He did. You said it time and time again. He did. He did. And he died. So grace share, grace share, grace share. Teach, 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 teacher, teach. Love you, bro. Love you. Hello. Good morning. I have to jump in real quick before I... Get Yvonne together, brother. That was amazing. I mean, I'm with Didi. It was like, you just couldn't, I couldn't get my, keep, I just couldn't take my ear off of it, like off you, of every word you were saying. And one of the, one of the main things right now that took it out to me is about, we remind us of um, Jesus' bloodline. And what, what he did, and what his blood, and who he is, what that done, what um, broke that, all those curses, all those things that was in his bloodline. You get what I'm saying? And we were reminded mm-hmm. of that. And of course, we adopted into the blood. We adopted into his bloodline. You mm-hmm. know, and it's broken in art. You know, it was just like this, when you said that, it was like, man, wow, never thought about that. But all, mm-hmm. you know, what, where he came from. You know, it's it, it's like once he came to be, it's like, you know, regardless of where, regardless of all them back there. You get what I'm saying? It was like, yep. you know, in my mind, you get what I'm saying? It, I wasn't tripping on them. But, you know, thinking about it in, 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 in the light that you just brought it out, brother, it was just so amazing of understanding that these, the stuff in our bloodline, it shall be broken. It shall be because we are adopted into the blood, because we share blood now with, with Christ. And 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 if, mm-hmm. but we must believe and we must support, you know, cast those things and and whatnot. But I'm just saying how you just said that, like all those things that he came from, he broke that. He did mm-hmm. that by his blood. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was even yep. more. But I just have to say thank you, man. Thank you so much. Yes, I I I I seriously want y'all to go and study uh, Matthew one. Go study the first seventeen verses. If you do that, find out those names, figure out who those people are. Uh, there is some scandal, even, Lord, watch me. There is 
There is Rama even in the bloodline of Jesus. But the blood covers all of it, literally. Whatever you can think of that you just think is so bad about you, I bet it's under the blood. I, I, I'm not a betting person, but I guarantee I guarantee it, son. I guarantee if you go through the bloodline of Jesus, the lineage, uh, according to Matthew, you will find you. Mm-hmm. And right before that, this is what I heard. I heard I heard it, which means I, I heard you too. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm already clean. I ain't got to do all that. Uh, let me tell you what I heard. Don't become so clean that you forget how dirty you were. Don't be so clean that you forget. In in essence, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget that your righteousness is as filthy rags. It don't take all that. Okay. I don't know what you came out of or came from under, but I understand. Let me help you understand. Some of us came through some real deal holy field stuff. Anybody else? That sounded a little angry. I think I, I didn't mean to come off like that. Anybody else? Yes, thank you. This is Ms. D. Thank you for that declaration this morning. I thank God for being on the line this past week and uh, everything I've heard because it's not just a one time of coming out of anything. It's a continuous coming out of, and I've been transitioning from day to day. And I thank God for that. What stood out for me the most is the reminder that no matter how tired one may get or how many times one may be rejected, phone hang up on you and everything else, keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep showing up. You know, at times that I just like, okay, God, am I done yet? No, just keep going. And you talked about the the rejection and the people that sneered and nared and had things to say. When opposition comes up, gotta keep going, keep mm-hmm. going, and let the Holy Spirit be the guide, the strength, the, the the leader, the director to to be able to walk through these things and continue to come out of self because self always want to show up. Mm-hmm. Myself always wants to show up, and it's, it's not an easy thing some days being quiet in the middle of a storm. Or mm-hmm. you know, holding still and keeping my eye on Christ. Thank God he's close enough that when I start to slip, I can call his name. And he immediately reaches out for me. And I'm thankful mm-hmm. for these reminders today to keep going. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I get tired in my body. And when my body mm-hmm. gets tired, my mind is off somewhere else trying to like figure out how you're supposed to restore yourself. Get restored by coming back to Christ. Giving him mm-hmm. them burdens that he says he will carry for us. Thank you so much. Have a blessed Friday, and I'll be listening for your voice again soon. Yes. Even even in that, I, I want y'all to understand, Jesus got, even in his time of ministry, um, look at his, his uh, what's the word? Uh, oh, God. Look at his demonstration of life, um, even to the point that he would get tired and have to pull away. There, there is a, a there's a thing uh, to run, 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 and it's okay to run for Jesus, but you also got to sit for Jesus. You got to rest for Jesus. I said this this week because uh, I was in prayer, 
and somebody, people was bothering me in prayer, and I just heard the Lord say, and I, I, I'm, I'm say this to you all, and 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 I hope you receive it. Rest in peace. Somebody just went. He just told me to die. No, ma'am. No, sir. Rest in peace. In our time now, has become so perverted that the only time we attribute that to anything is to somebody dying. But what if I told you that scripture wants you to rest in peace and the only way to do that is to be alive? That you have to not only just rest, but the establishment of peace that God has built, he wants you to rest inside of that. Rest in peace. He wants you to lay down Put your head down. Put your feet up and recline. Rest without your mind wandering. Rest. Take your time and spend you some quiet time with Jesus. Rest. If he is Lord of the Sabbath, that means he is Lord of the rest. That's what that scripture means. That's what he's talking about, that it's no longer just a day, but it is now dedicated that any day that you invite him in as the Lord, he is the Lord of the day of rest. Anybody else? All right. Good morning, well, Brother Jonathan. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to call you uh, Brother Neckbone. Um, <laughs> thank you. And Brother Potato oh. Tyler, thank you for that refreshing. And that part you just said right there about that rest. <laughs> yeah, just sitting in his presence. I call it couch time. Mm-hmm. And just just learning, for me, it's just learning, how to, relearning how to be sitting in his presence and being quiet and resting, resting mm-hmm. in my mind. Rest, let, just let, just, you know, not zipping everywhere. Letting my mind go everywhere, just resting. And listening, letting my heart beat match his heartbeat. Yep. Yeah, that part. That right there. That right yeah. there. Yeah. That's Thank that's you. the thing when when uh uh when when the baby is going through something, it, it's scientifically proven that when the parent takes the child and puts the child on their chest and hears the heartbeat, it causes the baby's heart to synchronize with the heart of the parent or the guardian. And God is looking for us to simply synchronize heartbeats. It's like the dew in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Hallelujah. Anybody else? All right. Well, uh, my prayer is that you all go in the peace that you've read about. Uh, I don't have to dust off my feet today because I believe that you all received the peace that was blessed, um, that was dispersed. Walk in it, live in it, abide by it. Fret not yourself. 
Don't worry. You're not going to gain weight or height by worrying. Rest in the peace of God. Rest in the character of God. Go out and let the character of God, the love of God, be your portion and let it exude from you in your day-to-day life. Um, Lord, we thank you for the time that you've given us today. I ask that you would prove yourself according to this word in their lives today, that where there is a need for peace, that they would be the peace. God, that as you send us out today, that we are going in the anointing of your character. Yes, Lord, that we are representatives of heaven as ambassadors. God, those that have been reinstated to their ambassadorship, we thank you. God, those that have been instated into the kingdom, we thank you. God, don't allow them to stay there, but God, create a hunger and a thirst in them that they might grow even the more in you. God, sustain them, maintain them in this that they're in. Father, take them in higher heights and deeper depths. Let them know you. Let them hear you. Let them see you in the miraculous way. God, I thank you for testimony by this time next week for those that have heard this word today and that will it will be in practice for the next week god i thank you for them walking in the power and the characteristics of evangelism god that there will be testimonies of restoration and god testimonies of those that be brought to the kingdom god that you are sending them out with fire in their belly and the word in their lips god i pray that the oil of heaven flows fresh high my flows fresh and free. And again, I pray for receipts. God, that by this time next week, there will be report that what you have done with them and those around them. God, I give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Glory. Thank you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, y'all, I love you. Y'all have a good one. Happy New Year. Peace and love. God bless have everybody. Have a blessed weekend. We love you. Have a victorious weekend. Love you guys. Goodbye. I love you. Love you too, girlfriend. Have a blessed day. Bye.